Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's A to Z of the Human Body, our short-form podcast episode where we go through all the terms in the index. Did you say A to Z? I did. You just don't pay attention. didn't. All the – now I'm distracted. Um, Anyway, A to Z, letter A. The glossary is in the – Yeah, whatever that is. Index? Glossary? Index. Same thing. No. No, not quite. But anyway, the listeners know. Great start. So hopefully this isn't the first episode you're (laughs) listening of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike. Letter A, AF, the term today is afterbirth. Yep. All right. What do you know of it? Well, I'm going to go off first principles here and say (laughs) it's something released from the body after birth. Got it. Right. Much more to that? Yeah. I I just don't know what that something is. So the baby's out and the placenta's out, but I assume there's going to be- No, no, the placenta's not out. Oh, is the placenta part of afterbirth? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so- So the baby's out. Yes. And now the last stage of birth is to get the placenta out, which- Right, and associated endometrium. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yep. Right, and that's afterbirth. That's afterbirth. That's a quick episode. Yeah, so basically the definition is the tissue that comes out of the body after giving birth to the baby, and this would be expelled from the uterus. Okay, so this would be anything from five to 30 minutes after the birth of the baby. Yep. This would encapsulate, so when we talk about the tissue, it would be the placenta, the embryonic membranes, and the umbilical cord. And I guess you would say the maternal decidua, which is... Part of the endometrium. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just it's not just blood. It's it can be. tissue. Yeah, tissue. That's right. Right. Yeah. And this is biological tissue that obviously played a role during the um, uh, the the nourishment of the of the embryo and the fetus that's throughout right. the nine odd months. Yep. Right. And so, kind of briefly, what happens is. We have the fertilized egg that moves down the floping tube. Oh, we're starting that? Uh, I'm not going to go too much depth <laughs> here. But as <laughs> as um, 
we probably get about five five days in. Yeah, we have the first ma- major separation or differentiation of the cells, and one once the eggs fertilized. Yeah. Once the yeah. eggs is fertilized, and one group of the those cells are what we're going to term the outer cell mass. Yep, and they will become essentially the afterbirth. Right. Okay, but nine months later. So mostly placenta. Mostly placenta. So these cells will grow into the um, uterus. And interestingly, they kind of behave, these group of cells, like um, invasive or malignant cancer. They just kind of grow into the tissue right. like a, a, an invasive cancer would. Okay. And that's going to essentially be the nutrient source for the baby. Yeah. But it has to get to a point where it stops and the mother's own blood vessels grow into it. So it's kind of a bit like... Two organisms coming yeah, together and right. anastomosizing. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. It's almost like if you planted two trees next to each other, they end up sharing branches. Yeah. Or, or roots maybe as well. Yeah. 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 Which I don't think happens, but interesting. So if this is, well, before we get to maybe things that could go wrong here. Yeah. Um, when the afterbirth is delivered, pre- predominantly the placenta, the midwife would inspect the placenta for any abnormalities and also the possible f- uh, retention of placenta material because if yeah. it's retained, it could be a problem. So that was going to be my next question. The afterbirth needs to leave the body. Yeah. Um, and is this a process in which uterine contractions should cause this? Yeah. Because I assume and I think probably also, no more contractions are occurring at this point. Yeah, I think, I think from at least anecdotally from my experience with my wife, mm. which we've had two children, but also from my placements in um, birthing suites, yep. seeing this, um, I think there's a period where you don't really have many contractions and then it kind of comes back just to the point of delivery. Um, what was your question? Sorry. So, yeah, so... <laughs> When it comes out, yeah. it's not due to contractions or it is due to contractions? I think partly would, would lead to it being expelled out, but I think hormonal changes or ho- hormone, the presence of certain hormones would lead to its detachment. And so once it's out, so this is the question I want to ask about detachment because you said it sort of invades the endometrium. Yeah. So when it how is it detaching what is it detaching from what does it take with it so does it fully detach from the endometrium and leaves it intact or does the endometrial lining slough off yeah in, i think in it's a like, similar way that it would yeah, it, through menstruation just, yeah i think that's correct there's different layers of the endometrium um in terms of where it where the um the baby implants i mean yeah. i think ideally you want it to be kind of in the superior aspects of the uterus when it implants too low and that would be a condition called placenta previa yeah. where the whole placenta kind of covers the cervix. Yeah. So that's going to be a problem with mm. delivery because you can't get the baby out if the placenta is blocking the yeah. exit point. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. 
Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, but I think the way that the um, parts of the, the endometrium and then the myometrium would have certain layers that would be, I think that's termed the decidua, which will, will, which will slough off. Mm. And the amount of that would determine I mean, kind of how much of the placenta grew into how much of the uterus, I think. Right. All right. But, so, but for my, say for my wife, Sabine, in our last delivery, she had um, a retention of some. Yeah. And then she lost a lot of blood so over a litre. Wow. And that resulted in calling an obstetrician in who had to do a combination of increasing, um, I think, some medication within the drip, but also very uh, deep palpations into the uterus externally. So right. really pushing hard through to the- To stimulate the muscular contractions. Stimulate the pressure- I guess, on the uterus mm. that would lead to the stretch and release of oxytocin. And the subsequent contraction. And I think the oxytocin, and I think that was added to the drip with something else. Okay. And I think the oxytocin would then lead to the smooth muscle contraction and hopefully the, the, ex, the expelling of the remaining amount of... Because I think, from my understanding, if it doesn't get expelled, mm. then there's a possibility to just keep bleeding. Yeah. So it has to fully detach off the endometrium. Otherwise, if, it, if there's parts retained, then it, it potentially will just keep bleeding from the maternal side. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So is that the condition? Is that the condition that you're going to be referring to? Because we always feel Yeah, I, think, I think that would just be the re- retained placenta. Yeah. You obviously have issues with if it came off too early. So that would be an abruption. Or if it's too low lining. Is it called? An ab- Abruption. Abruption. Oh, okay. Uh, that that would be if it's coming off before full term. Yeah. Or I think even in my close friend's case, they had um, an elected C-section. Yep. And they found that the placenta essentially stopped working in the last week and the baby oh. had reduced quite significantly. Oh, jeez. In size just because the, the I Lack guess. Of the, nutrients. Yeah. So, so it was lucky it was a, a C-section, elected C-section. So what's the signal that tells it to come off the wall? Because you don't want it to come off any time before birthing, right? But you yeah, want it to come not, off right at birthing. And not, if, some, if it's a C-section and yeah. you're not getting the stimuli, what tells it to come off? Yeah, that's a good, good right? question. Yeah, it is a good question. Did, did, do you, because both of your children were C-sections, did, yeah. do you remember anything that they did um, from a medication point, point of view? No, I mean, we, for the very first... Like was Kel put on oxytocin or anything that you um, can remember? Uh, well, for the first, when we tried to deliver vaginally, uh, or she delivered vaginally, went on drip and so forth to stimulate the uterus. But when it came to the second, which was a planned C-section, yeah. uh, no, we just booked in epidural and cut, uh, into, cut into the belly and pull it out. So whether they did it... Um, 
surgically. I mean, I know because um, my wife is also, we've had a couple of miscarriages. Yep. And some of those also would require surgical interventions to remove the full placental yes. um, tissue. Yeah. So that would be um, something. So maybe that can be done surgically, mm. that they can just go in there, remove it all, and ensure that the all the afterbirth has been taken out and whether that's part of the C-section, I'm not sure. Yeah, so there seems to be a couple of different factors, first of which is uh, uterine contractions will basically help um, separate the placenta from the uterine wall. So the muscular action of the uterus peels the placenta away. Um, oxytocin release obviously plays a role in this yep. process. Um, but there's also like just gravity and traction will do it um, and just shear forces, right? So the, the way that the placenta is attached to the uterine wall, there's these uterine like villi sort of fingertip-like projections. And so as the uterine muscles contract, these villi sort of pull away from the endometrium. So the villi would be, that's the, the villi is kind of what's coming from the fetal side. Yeah. And then the spiral arteries are coming from the mother's side. Yeah. And there's that kind of the interchange between the two. Mm. And I guess because the myometrium is on the other side of it. Yeah, it just peels that's away. Where, that's where all the the contractions taken place and I guess it's got to the point where it's contracted so much that it's just peeled off. Yeah. All right. Well, that is A for afterbirth. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 